It's time once again for another episode of Co-Founders Radio. Broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel studios in Atlanta. And now, here's your host, Rich Casanova. And Craig Williams. I don't know why that guy always just talks about me. Yeah, we got to fix that. That's quite all right, man. I like the, <laughs> the personal introduction every time. So, uh, Craig Williams, man, are we just setting things on fire here or what? Exciting. Exciting. Yeah. Well, you're a former fireman, right? Once a fireman, oh, that's always. Right. Yeah, always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just so, not active right now. Okay, yeah. Don't Ho- want to hopefully, be active. Yeah, right. Hopefully yeah, not exactly. during this show. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> but anything's any could. Ha- well, speaking of sparks and fire, that's what's going on here in the studio. Fire we got, spark. We got the gentleman from uh, all the whole team here. I think or the core. not the whole team. Yeah, but, but the you core. Know, some of the anchor there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no offense to the other team members. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so um, EnviroSpark is here in the studio, Pro Business uh, Channel Studios here in Buckhead with our Million Dollar View, and this show being uh, brought to you in part by WeWork, uh, the world's largest space to make uh, your business happen. And uh, I think they're in, what, uh, 70 markets, six countries. There you go. And And, counting. And and counting. And they just added Atlanta to the map. So uh, let's get things underway and uh, do the... Formal introduction. So, um, uh, Aaron, if you want to introduce um, uh, your folks here joining us in the studio and what everybody does at uh, EnviroSpark. Sure. Thanks so much, uh, Craig, Rich. It's, uh, it's an honor and a pleasure to be here. Um, I'm Aaron LeQuay with EnviroSpark. I'm the founder and CEO. Um, we're a premier provider and installer of electric vehicle charging stations here in Atlanta and the southeast. Um, with me here today uh, from my team, I have our director of business development, uh, Daniel Bullock. And I also have Warrell Thomas, uh, who's with our commercial and residential sales division. So um, that's pretty much the intro. Anything All else right. you want to know about us before we get going here? Um, yeah, let's, um, let's find out a little about your background. What were you doing before you uh, start causing uh, sparks to fly around the city? Sure. So I, uh, I actually had a background in sustainability. So okay. um, I went to Georgia Tech. That's uh, where I met my wife. I, I actually started a recycling company that I've okay. been running for about 10 years. I still own half of that company. Um, and then a few years ago, I uh, started, just started off a general conversation with the wife about electric vehicles. And, and we looked at it and we're like, this is really cool. This company, Tesla, is amazing. This guy, Musk, really uh, is exciting. Uh, he's got something. He's got a on. lot going yeah. on. <laughs> and uh, it was really inspirational for me, you know, because I, I care so much about sustainability and, and to see what he was doing in this space. It was kind of a natural extension for me to want to do something uh, more beyond just the recycling angle that I've been doing. Uh, I looked at a few different things. I was thinking about maybe getting into, you know, LED, but there were already a lot of people doing that. So I didn't think it would add as much value as getting into something where there was more of a need uh, for somebody to really go out and promote uh, and and make it mo- make people more aware of the benefits. Because what I realized is, you know, just talking to more people about the benefits of electric vehicles um, is one of the main ways to help promote the growth of it. I mean, once people find out all the benefits that are beyond just the basic oh, well, that's for, for hippies or tree lovers or whatever. There's so right. many more benefits beyond just the environmental impact or even um, you know, some of the other things like the fact that they have no maintenance and, and the benefits that they give you here in the state and, and federally. So um, you know, I really dug in and said, what, what would it take to, to really build electric transportation here in Atlanta, um, and how could I do my part? And so that's where I found that really there was a need for this infrastructure for people to be able to charge uh, electric vehicles. Um, 
the, the main problem that people have is they're scared that they won't be able to right. fill back up. It's exactly. called range anxiety. What's I it think called? Ra- <laughs> range, range anxiety. anxiety. Yeah, okay. So that's that's the term for it. And I have that about there's not a bar close enough to home or whatever. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you gotta. There's, I'm in panic. Is there another bar? Because this one's good. But yeah, just I need a backup. Exactly. Yeah. And so you really have to. You know, people were really had to either want to support it and be diligent about their routes, yeah. or they, they it just wasn't worth the effort at the time. And, you know, since since I've started the company, I've really, uh, you know, I'm proud to say that we've installed hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of stations, wow. you know, uh, across uh, multiple states now. And it's uh, it's really exciting uh, to see the growth of the market and how it's helping uh, connect people here in Atlanta and and grow uh, electric transportation in general. So we're, we're really excited to be a part of it. And, uh, you know, Daniel and Morel have been here pretty much since since day one. They've, yeah. they've been helping me grow it and, and help generate the awareness. And we do everything that we can to try and try and educate people about it and then also if they if they want to actually have something put in at their office or their workplace or even at home um we're happy to to help them see what a solution might look like for them and really try to customize it so um that's kind of the long and short of it I all guess. right so. we got some over there at tower place right I, I hope so. If not, if real not quick, we're gonna yeah. have to get get you all over there for sure uh mm-hmm. tell us a, l- a little bit about the um the inception when when did uh envirospark start what what year and date sure um well i guess it was a little over two years ago um and we'd already been talking about it and i'd been looking at it and doing a lot of research you know long before that trying to figure out what my next um, venture was going to be in the sustainability space and where was there a need but you know i guess officially we started uh i think it was 2014 maybe uh, fourth quarter or something? Or yeah, it was yeah. right around fourth quarter, and then we really started ramping up uh, first quarter of 2015. So I guess it, it's almost been two years now. Because I know we, we had uh, y'all in uh, uh, previously on an early episode, and um, it, so it's always On interesting. the Buckhead. They were yeah. on the Buckhead, the Buckhead Business yeah. Show. And it's a yeah. pleasure to be back. You I'm guys telling are great. You, yeah. now, now you're the uh, new launch uh, show, the Co-Founders Podcast, and this is where it's very interesting, the growth and the expansion and uh, how teams work together. You mentioned um, commercial installation, and that's where I think Warrell comes in, right? Is Because obviously our middle name is business, so for business folks listening, they have an establishment. Um, who's on the short list, or how do you go about that process? As far as? Commercial projects? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we, um, uh, well, Daniel and myself on the commercial side okay. uh, like to tag team or do it separately, of course. Uh, reach out to a lot of the uh, the buildings here in Buckhead, um, in, you know, in the city, uh, and just kind of see their needs for charging stations, uh, see if they have any um, current tenants that have charging stations. And what a, a lot of times we'll find that they do, uh, and then they'll see how important it is to have it and provide that that amenity for them. Yeah, Daniel, what's a pushback or a challenge that uh, you come across in contacting those folks? I think, uh, you know, the biggest pushback we get right now is, uh, you know, if it's an apartment, for example, well, you know, none of my residents have electric vehicles. You know, why do I need to get charging stations? Or if it's an office building, you know, none of my you know, tenants have electric vehicles. Apparently, they're not looking in the parking lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, and, and but it's coming. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, we we finished a, a project recently for Post Properties, and I think oh, we wow. may have spoken yeah. about it yeah. last time. But you know, we put in stations at all fifteen of their locations, wow. and, and a big reason they did it was simply to attract all the electric and vehicle drivers. Yeah, correct. Uh huh. And so a lot of their properties didn't even have electric vehicle drivers. 
but they just put it in because they saw what was coming and, and as a way to bring in you know, more business. Some, somewhere between 75 and 100 stations uh, across all the properties. So anybody that lives at Post, Post. Property here in, uh, in Atlanta can fill up an electric vehicle for free. They're never paying mm-hmm. for fuel ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, and they never have oil changes. They can use the occupancy lanes for free. They don't pay tolls for the Peach Pass. Um, I forgot about that one. I mean, Even if you have a single person, <laughs> yeah, you can yeah. ride solo in the in the uh, occupancy lane. So there's a lot of uh, I lot mean, of pe- good people benefits. throw around the word disruptor a lot, but this mm-hmm. is this is it. This is really certainly certainly. I mean, you can't get much closer when you talk about and uh, from a business standpoint. If you are in the um, uh, Land Apartment Association, so 400 some odd members, post if I and then I'm shopping for an apartment and geez, if I can be a, a resident here and. Really, it's like if they gave you f- a free fuel or gas yeah. for the year. As long yeah. as you live there. Yep, yeah. that's correct. <laughs> it's well, pretty awesome. exciting stuff. Big time. And um, so who, who landed that deal? Who made that phone call, made that happen? Yeah. It, it was <laughs> Daniel, Daniel and myself, and we also did it um, through, you know, uh, Georgia Power and Nissan okay. Motors also helped to fund the project. Mm. Okay. Um, so I think combined Georgia Power and Nissan Help donate one hundred nine thousand dollars to wow. help make the the project, the Atlanta project, happen for Post. Wow. Um, since then, actually, this week we've got a, uh, we're starting to do some of the other properties for Post okay. as well outside of Atlanta. So we're wow. doing uh, Maryland, Tampa, Orlando, uh, and they're continuing to make this part of their their eco active um, initiative that they're doing, which is basically trying to make all of their properties greener. Uh, to add more value for their their residents, you so. met, you mentioned Nissan, and I also know you have a relationship with a uh, with uh, Tesla, correct? Uh, correct. Well, we um, we do a lot of residential installations. So when people buy a Tesla, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Georgia is kind of our territory with them right. right now. So when people in Georgia buy a Tesla, um, they will contact us, and and Warrell or Daniel or one of our representatives will will help take care of them and figure out the best way to power their Tesla because if right. they yeah, <laughs> if, if something isn't put in, it would take them, you know, um, two days or so to to refill it just by plugging it into a wall. Right. Mm. Yeah. Um, because the battery size is so big, so um, you need something a little bit quicker, like three four hours, which is what we'll put in. Yeah, that's why I didn't pick you up, Craig, this morning with my Tesla, or whatever. Yeah, it was no worries. Charged for forty eight no hours. Yeah. I gotta ask, did you guys between the last time we came in and and this time, have you guys thought any more about getting electric vehicles? Oh, dude, every every week, every yeah. week. Every so week. what what's you pulled the trigger yet or what? Well, I, I walk, so I, I as long as these legs are working and i'm less than a block away you know but now that i have to walk over to tower place i'm going to be at at the head of that to make sure we have outlets on the in the parking deck before mm-hmm. i go get one well <laughs> well and, and side note as well on the commercial side it's actually it was a cool statistic i think nissan did the research um if i'm not mistaken uh which said that uh, basically people are 20 times more likely to uh, purchase an electric vehicle if they have um, a charging station at the workplace yeah. that they can use. Um, and so this is really exciting for us because we've done some big workplace initiatives lately to help try and promote uh, more workplace uh, charging and things like that. When you talk about a statistic, I mean, this is that was reality. That was my story exactly about a year or so ago is I live in a high-rise in Sandy Springs, and mm-hmm. I was actually shopping for an electric vehicle. The, the Volt was kind of cool because it was a little bit, not a hybrid, but it had a backup, right? Right. And I looked at several others, the Nissan, the Leaf, and so forth. Um, and I was like, I love the idea. Then I got home, and I'm like... Um, Okay, we're, we're gonna we didn't have one here yeah. at the studio. There's none. There's none yeah. at the building at the studio here. There was none at at, uh, at the high rise condos, 
And I thought, well, I'll just run a, I was going to run a power cord 15 stories down right yeah. to the parking deck. I didn't think that was a very good plan. <laughs> well, I think it's t- timing is great now since we had the upgrade downstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the underground parking here is right. uh, available. Upgrade. I'm sure there's a uh, possibility to have a conversation, revisit that conversation. We'll put you in touch with Lincoln here. Properties because yeah. they own multiple uh, spaces. Um, uh, where the uh, Atlanta Journal or Atlanta Business Chronicles located properties all throughout. Speaking of that, so tra- not transition, but on that topic. So commercial, we mentioned uh, the apartments. Yeah. Uh, what about other commercial developments on your short list in the pipeline or people you'd want to reach out to? Or Yeah, we're, we're working a lot now with hotels as okay. well because um, Tesla ha- has an awesome program called the uh, Tesla Destination Charging Program. And they will actually provide charging stations for free um, as well as cover a portion of the installation cost. Uh, and it's, you know, it has to be a, a qualified hotel, sure. typically a little bit higher end. Right. Um, so there's a lot of hotels actually even here in Buckhead that already, have already gone through that program. And so we're helping a lot of others, especially down in Florida right now, um, you know, get some charging stations pretty much completely covered well we need if you're not already in touch we should put you in touch with you had him in the studio while it's been a while but the um uh was it the georgia hotel and lodging association Mm -hmm. and uh and they have a i went to an event i was invited to speak at their uh, buckhead they have their own chapter right here in buckhead and they move it around to different hotels but dang again if um you in your business right you have to have a usp unique selling proposition or something uh, like Craig was saying, the amenities above and beyond. So if I'm online booking my hotel and, and I'm an electric vehicle driver, I'm thinking this guy has it, the guy doesn't. Yeah, yeah right? exactly. Well, and Tesla exactly. owners will actually check uh, Tesla's oh. destination charging uh, yeah. website to uh, locate a hotel where they can charge their Tesla um, for free with participating partners and things like that. So uh, it's very much a part of the route. And even people without Teslas um, who are planning their routes, Right. We'll use, uh, typically use an app. It's called PlugShare. Uh, you can just download it through the App Store, also PlugShare.com. Uh, and you can kind of see where the different charging stations are. And there's also a lot of um, uh, fast chargers uh, kind of coming along now, the yeah. ones that'll, that'll get a car m- almost all the way full in 15 minutes, really? 20 minutes. Um, Georgia Power is doing a lot to put those in. I think uh, their goal is to have 50 in by the end of this year. I'm not sure. Or is okay. it next year, Daniel? Do you remember? It's supposed to be by the end of this, this year. year. Mm-hmm. So. I'm not sure if that's if they're going to get to all 50, but that's that's in the works, and that's exciting um, because they're putting it in strategic locations that will help people get from point A to point B, and you don't have to stop for a, a really long time mm-hmm. in order to be able to uh, to charge your vehicle. So it's um, it really helps with with planning the route to know that you can also get a quick charge if you have to, and you're in a bit more of a hurry and you don't want to stop somewhere for three four hours or wait till you get home. Uh, that there are options like that, and there's more of those coming along as well. Um, so talk to us about your business model as far as um, you mentioned these quick charge units. I think we talked about it before, but just um, uh, update us if there's any updates or just refresh sure. us. Um, yeah, I can, I can tell you the, the, basic, uh, the basis of our model and kind of what makes us a little bit different is that we try to um, basically we don't have one set, one size fits all solution. So it's really about knowing everything about electric transportation and charging stations and what can do what, and then kind of marrying that with the customer's needs. So um, because there are companies out there that make great products, they, mm-hmm. they make really great charging stations, but if you call them up and you say, hey, I'm interested in charging stations, that company is going to tell you why their charging station is the best for you um, because we distribute for a lot of different companies, oh, you do. and then we also put them in um, you know, so we can provide and install them. 
we'll really go out and kind of nail down what does a customer really want to do with the system and then uh, kind of quote it based on those needs. Because we don't want to, the last thing I'd ever want to do is sell somebody something they don't need. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, but at the same time, if they're thinking about scaling for the future, they want to have some sort of functionality that maybe they may not still need right now, we can still talk about it and see if they want to add it. And we try to marry all those things into one package and really turnkey it for them in a way that, because what I don't want to do is just go, okay, here's your stations, have fun. You know, right, yeah. it, it, we, we, another sale, let's check off. The, I really, I want people to use the stations. I want them to enjoy them. And I want it to be the right fit for the people that we're doing business with, uh, which is why, you know, no two solutions really look the same. I mean, even at a residential level, right. we're kind of broken up into commercial and residential um, and, and, and then different types of charging, you know, workplace, multifamily, you know, there's, there's all different ways to, to slice in each demographic there has its own set of needs about what they need from a charging solution. And so, um, I make it our goal, uh, and, and everybody on the team's goal to know everything that's available out there and ca- how it can kind of add value for people that are interested. Well, that's definitely consistent with the co- culture that you come from in sustainability. You have to consider the client. Um, as a co-founder, and I also I want to jump back to last year when you were in the studio, we talked about some of the incentives that were being lost sure. coming into the yeah. new year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, that was, um, but there there are still some available. So They're uh, dwindling. They're it's, dwindling. We've had to call people back and who were expecting to get money from uh, certain entities that had pledged, you know, hey, we might be able to put this towards the project or that. And, um, you know, we said, but you need to, we really, if it's something you're, you want to make sure you get, let's, let's go make ahead and move. Out. And then yeah. later on, we'll get a call. Hey, we want to go ahead and do that. And then I have to call him back and say, well, the, the money's not there from this particular entity that you thought you were going to get uh, funds from or whatever. The good news is, I mean, until the end of the year, at least the federal government is giving a 30% credit. Wow. Really? So, okay. I mean, you know, whatever you spend, you can at least knock off 30000 um, through a federal tax credit. Um, and then there's still some. Is it thirty thousand or thirty percent? Sorry, thirty yeah. percent. Sorry, just want to make sure. That's up to up I mean, to hey. Well, that's on up your, to thirty thousand. It can right? be thirty thousand on your hundred thousand dollar Tesla, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So it would be, <laughs> be thirty thousand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's off of the entire the cost of the insulation and the equipment. So it's pretty really? good, pretty good stuff. And then um, well, the on top of that, there's a state credit as well. And then Georgia Power is still um, funding uh, various uh, projects for people on their power lines. Um, different amounts depending on the size of the project. Hmm. Well, I mean, those are great numbers, and it's, uh, it's great to take advantage of that. But even with that not, not in play, the long-term savings, and like you opened, opened at the top of the show, of uh, the fuel, the less moving parts, the maintenance, all that is long-term. And that's, well, that's, a, that's along the lines of their sustainability model, yeah, yeah. and that's, a, that's, that's through and through for them. Sure, and, it's, um, and th- those are kind of some of the more well-known things, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the environmental, inf- I mean, Atlanta has a huge smog problem, so... The more people drive, uh, or the less people driving combustion vehicles, the the less we're going to have these smog. I think we had one today, like a smog alert. Um, you well, know, that was just right here in the studio. Yeah, when, <laughs> when Craig walked in. Yeah, and so, <laughs> so that that's one of the the obvious <laughs> things, right? <laughs> but but be, even beyond that, and this is what I think is so exciting and so much less known that people don't really think about is that. Um, I know that every time, and people buy electric vehicles for all sorts of reasons, yeah, right? Yeah. But but I know that every time I, I fill up with electricity, um, that my money is going to support uh, a local utility. So instead of, and there's no oil and gas companies at all based here out of Georgia, at least to my knowledge. So every time I fill up with electricity, my money's going to a utility. That utility so, yeah. hires a local worker. Right. That local worker, you know, uh, will go and spend money locally at a restaurant That's or a, a good- store. 
that store or restaurant hires a local worker that is paid with that money that then goes and spends money locally. So think about how many times that money is recycled. Right. You know, my background is recycling, recycling yeah. so it's sustainability, yeah. But think about how many times that money will cycle over and stay here and support our not, not only our, our, our economy, but also our, our energy independence, um, you know, as a state, a city, state, and as a, as a nation, um, you know, by not making us dependent on oil. Um, so, you know, I think from an economic standpoint, it's really exciting because that money will continue to get recycled here in the state versus when you fill up with gas, basically m- the majority of the money is leaving the state, possibly yeah. some of it, even the country, um, to support foreign oil and, and never to return. Um, so, you know, I think that's a really exciting part of this. And I think the more people that, that realize those benefits, um, beyond just the, the environmental impact and, and the benefit of not having any service or, cause that's the other cool thing is there's no real, there's no oil changes, no, no brake changes, no transmission, um, uh, no transmission. That's mind-boggling. So, <laughs> when I first heard that, I'm like, uh, well, you better check one more time because I think I need uh, a transmission well, in here. And, and I'll clarify. I say no brake changes. I think it's at like 120,000 miles or something like that. You may have to change wow. the brakes. And some so of them, they charge the batteries by the brake movement or whatever, right? Yeah, it's regenerative braking. So That's you can actually add a few extra miles um, to your trip uh, or your, your charge capacity by... Um, Stand on the People brake. call it basically driving with one foot. Um, but, but <laughs> Flintstones, as, yeah, I'm out there pedaling. As yeah. you let off the gas, um, the car will automatically slow down very quickly. And yeah, so it's yeah. a little bit unnerving at first if yeah, you've yeah. never driven an electric car before. And it's so quiet, too, man. You can't hear these things. Yeah. Uh, there's like that TV commercial, right? You've probably seen where the guy's like sneaking out, whatever. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. Yeah. yeah now, you know, back in the day when kids snuck right, out, right. you know, you had to put it neutral oh, yeah, and right. you had to get a bunch of people and <laughs> right. you had to roll it. You're just now, making now it easy just, all the way around. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> but, win, win, win. Uh, win. Yeah. And win. it's so, also, I mean, I, you know, I hope the gangsters never find out about them either because, you know, you could creep up on somebody oh, for a drive-by <laughs> and stroll, yeah. they'd never even hear you coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so... Um, so Daniel and Worrell, t- talk to us about what's a good day look like for you guys when you're out there uh, making business happen uh, for EnviroSpark. Yeah, a, a good day would be uh, you know meeting with a few uh, you know prospects, whether you know hotel, apartment, office building, things like that. Uh, you know, kind of going over what everyone's saying, just talking to them about their needs, what they're looking for in a station, and then. Um, you know, going ahead and put together a proposal based on what they want. And then we do a lot of networking as well. So that's, that's, that's included. You, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we, we, we try to do as much networking as we can. I think we see you guys at every Buckhead business uh, breakfast, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. or event. Yeah. The or after event. hours events as well. Yeah. They're, they're members and very active. Yeah. yeah. So uh, how do you find your, uh, your folks, uh, where besides maybe networking or uh, how do you make contacts? Do you do any cold calling, knocking on the doors, or uh, yes. do, you, do you go out there and ever let um, electric ev- cards? No, no. <laughs> do you ever like take the uh, uh, siphon and siphon people's gas out of their car or whatever? Yeah, <laughs> not gas, <laughs> but energy. No, but but then they, you need electric car because uh, okay, apparently yes. your gas one's not running. Yeah. So yeah, um, definitely cold calls, uh, uh-huh. and we try to build some strategic relationships uh, with a lot of property managers because they may not need it at their property, but know someone else who might who might need it. Um, but I would say the best part is just really talking about it. Uh, yeah. We always have a crowd of people around us uh, and just kind of want to know about it and yeah. it's, you know, general excitement. So yeah, are you guys a member of the Atlanta Apartment Association? Correct. We are. Yeah, we yeah. Are. I figured. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of a given. Yeah, yeah. We're just coming off the uh, the expo. I think that was last Pretty week. Sure, right? yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is maybe the, we're almost out of time. Maybe the, one of the final questions, just roundtable. Um, um, so, uh, what about partnerships? I think Craig, you were talking about that earlier. Like, who do y'all align with? Um, is there ideally a, what, what would you be looking for to add to that list? 
Sure. Besides um, the Pro Business Channel and yeah, having your own show naturally. right here, yeah. Uh, our good friends at the at the Pro Business Channel. <laughs> nice, yes. nice. Um, <laughs> no, we need we, to do one of those sound drops or whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, Aaron says this about Pro Business Channel. No, we. Um, I mean, really, we're we're always looking for anybody who's interested in helping support our mission, which is growing electric transportation uh, here in Atlanta and and abroad, but. Um, really, the people that have been most supportive, I think, are the the auto manufacturers that are really starting to get on board and wanting yeah. to uh, help promote this type of technology. Uh, and then also, you know, the the local utilities um, have have been very uh, uh, forthcoming as well in wanting to help promote this because there's there's obviously a benefit in there for them too. I mean, they're going to be growing their demand for uh, electricity. Also, a lot of people charge at night. Which actually kind of, if you know anything about power, uh, and I don't know a whole lot, but yeah, if you know about the way the less. power distribution is done, um, uh, apparently it, it's very costly to ramp up during peak hours, you know, during the day, right, yeah. and then and then scale back down, and then ramp back up, and then scale down. If it was more um, consistent, yeah. consistent, it would actually create a lot of efficiencies that would help people's, you know, uh, would help power generation be more... Uh, uh, more effective and more efficient, and, and ultimately, hopefully, keep those costs down so that they don't go up, or maybe even provide uh, you know benefit. I know a lot of the utilities, especially Georgia Power. I think uh, maybe Walton EMC or Jackson EMC. I'm not sure which one, uh, and maybe a few others are giving people a discounted power rate um, just well, after for, hours off peak for having a yeah for having an electric vehicle and charging oh. at night. And you can actually. The cool thing about electric vehicles is you can uh, set them on when to charge. So you can actually just program, oh, program. it and say, hey, don't charge. Start charging until this time. Make right. sure you're done by this time. Uh, there's a lot of cool stuff you can do with the app beyond just, you know, turn it on, turn my AC on right, or, right. or uh, <laughs> you know, honk the horn or do whatever other cool stuff you want to do through your cell phone. So there's an app where you can honk your horn yeah, <laughs> as yeah. opposed to pushing the, the horn. Well, I'm talking remotely. about say, say you yeah, can't know, find it in, the, in oh, a garage yeah, you, or something, yeah. uh, you know, and you can't remember. Uh, especially, you know, people like me who have a hard time remembering where they parked. You know, you yeah. can you can turn on the the alarm just through the app, or or you can at least you know get the AC going so it's cool when you get in. Those kind of cool things. So um, now we're, we're I think we are almost out of time. But the um, what about uh, uh, alignments like with green energy type companies? Like we had some folks in that did the big LE, LED mm-hmm. co- huge mm-hmm. commercial projects, whatever. Right? Um, any kind of um, collaboration with groups that are playing in your same sandbox? Yeah. Um, I mean, we have a few alliances with companies that do, um, you know, who are more specialized in, say, you know, LED or, yeah. or solar, um, you know, because we get asked to do stuff like that because we're already doing charging stations. Right. And it's something we can do. I mean, our guys are certified electricians. We can switch light bulbs out. We can, you, you know, can put do that solar... We can put solar, well, our technicians, uh, you know, where else getting there? Yeah, no, but uh, at the end of the day, that's stuff we can do, but our mission is actually to to, to promote uh, charging infrastructure. So sometimes if it's too, something that we don't want to take on because we're, we're, you know, trying to still continue promoting electric vehicles and you things like that. You can be a resource for that. Um, we will help, uh, you know, uh, push business along or use those strategic alliances with other companies that can bri- provide those services um, where, yeah, we could do it, but... Um, honestly, that's their specialty, right, yeah. just the way the charging stations is ours. Because yeah, you guys are not getting in the radio business, right? right so we're no. good, yeah. Not yet, not <laughs> yeah, yet. Yeah. We're, we're looking at it. <laughs> yeah. So what's next? Finally, this is our last question uh, <laughs> uh, for the episode on Co-Founders Podcast. What's next for y'all? Um, well, for us, I mean, it's it's expansion, both locally I mean, or and, and regionally. I mean, uh, increasing the number of charging stations that are out there to get more people comfortable with buying charging stations, but also um, making more than just an impact here in Atlanta, but really trying to do something regionally. And we're already starting to see that kind of outside of Atlanta. 
um, but to continue that growth as well as, you know, uh, putting infrastructure in here in Atlanta because, you know, yeah, it's we're at a good spot right now and it's it's a fast growing city. Yeah. But, you know, I think that there's still more demand to be had. And so we need to continue growing that infrastructure here as well as trying to get more stuff and, and especially connecting cities, you know, yeah. really stuff in between kind of the major cities to help people be more comfortable um, with uh, with kind of inner inner city traveling with an electric. And now the ranges are getting a lot bigger. Yeah. And that's something we didn't even touch on, which I wish we could have, especially, you know, vehicles like the Tesla Model 3. Yeah. Have you guys looked at that at all? Oh, yeah. You yeah. saw it? I mean, it's it's $1,000. Just real quick plug. Uh-huh. Thousand dollars um, for fully refundable. That's the first pun. Wait, we yeah, we yeah. lasted a long. I tried. Time. We I almost tried made not it. We to. almost made yeah. it a whole show. We'll do a pun show yeah, yeah, uh, next time. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll be I'll be here all week. But yeah. it's a thousand a yeah. uh, thousand bucks fully refundable, and uh, you know you can get in line for for yeah. a Tesla Model Three. But the cool thing about the vehicle is that it's only thirty five thousand bucks. That's before incentives. Two hundred something mile range. All the cool Tesla amenities, including the autopilot, which is like yeah, um, it'll kind of drive you. Um, so you could go, you know, from here to Seattle, not have to pay a dime because Tesla will, you can destination charge for free and the car will drive you. So, you know, there's a lot of cool benefits to yeah. it. You can get in line and, and you'll probably see the car in three, four years. Right. Um, just cause there's 400,000 people already in front of you, you well, know, which what, is $400 million for them and, and billions once it converts. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's an exciting you, time for the industry and for, and for Tesla. Elon. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, my mind's just spinning 100 miles an hour just hearing some of those uh, stats that I hadn't thought about. Uh, and, but I was going to mention that we think that Tesla, that six-figure car, 100,000, but they are now they're entering a whole new space, right? Well, it's a 30. And then all the other vehicles in that same space are getting more efficient uh, as well and getting better ranges. I mean, the, the, the Leaf is, has gotten a significant upgrade on the range, yeah. the, the i3. Um, Chevy's got the Bolt that's going to have oh, yeah. a 200-mile range that should be out by the end of the year. So mm. lots of uh, lots of exciting stuff coming down. And the Tesla, I mean, the S fully souped up is still just one of the coolest oh, cars yeah, out yeah. there just because it's it's faster than, you it's, know, Ferraris. And it's like in the top five or six fastest cars, zero to 60 in the world. Yeah, and I hear um, that's what every salesman gets, whatever part, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're still negotiating hard for that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, <laughs> On, um, and I had another thought I was going to ask you about, but uh, we are, I guess we're out of time, but we definitely want to um, uh, put in a plug for your yeah. <laughs> or your company. How would folks reach out to you? Yeah, um, I think the best way to reach us would just be, um, it's our website's very intuitive, so okay. it's envirosparkenergy.com. Uh, anybody that's interested in learning more or getting a free quote can just go to our website uh, and fill out the form. Uh, it's basically just contact information, and we'll come out and do a free evaluation uh, kind of talk about needs, uh, maybe prepare a solution for you. Um, you can also follow us on any of our social media pages. So, you know, Twitter, Facebook, the works, uh, LinkedIn. So, and just uh, want to remind you again, I'm um, available for the opening of the Maui office whenever you're ready to. Oh, uh, well, yeah, we're working on that as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, gentlemen, it was a pleasure having you back in the studio and on uh, one of the first episodes here for the uh, Co-Founders uh, podcast. We want to thank our media partner, uh, WeWork, uh, as they expand into Atlanta and to the market as well. Rich Casanova, on behalf of uh, Craig Williams, we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining Rich Casanova and his guests on the Pro Business Channel. Use the social media links here to share today's show and stay tuned for the next episode of Co-Founders Radio.